Okay, it's open. Check, check, check. Testing, testing, testing. Do you guys hear me? We're trying new things out. <coughs> Excuse me. We're trying. Whoa. We're trying new things out here, people. So bear with me. I'm working on some stuff, you know? So right now you're seeing me. And whoops, 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 whoops. Now they're seeing Nick. <laughs> but now you're seeing me. Joel's in the driver's seat, fellas. I mean, yeah, folks. that's what we're doing. So we're working on some stuff. So now you're seeing my thumbnail. Now you're seeing me. Thumbnail me. Thumbnail me. Okay. Amazing. So what's up, y'all? Uh, we're about to start the show. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Right now, as we're going, make sure you're telling your people's people's people's, right? To tune in right now on this Labor Day um, day off, right? Because they have the free time now because their day is off. So send the link and they have no excuse not to watch it because we're going to get into some stuff. You know what I mean? And it's going to be good if the Lord is willing. So make sure you tell your people's people's right now. And as you're doing that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to play this intro on my own. No audio engineer here. We're going to attempt to do it on our own right now. So here we go, y'all. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. I'm working on going solo here, like all solo. So I'm trying things out, trying to figure out how to make it run smoothly. And, you know, that just takes some time, you know. But shout out to Nick. He's back here really just trying to help me out and hold it down. And, um, you know, being uh, leading the way when it comes to this this solo stuff, this uh Behind the scenes, do it on your own, independent type thing. So shout out to Nick. Um, he really does a lot when it comes to that. Um, amazing. So um, we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about today. It's weird without Hassan being in this room. I feel lonely. I feel alone. I'm so lonely. I have nobody. Can somebody close this door? Now, if I close the door, too, it's going to be like I'm in here all by myself. You can close it. <laughs> and we'll see if I get uh, some anxiety. <laughs> Amazing. So this is kind of cool, though, because it's kind of like it's just you in your own home type thing, right? But Let's get to the show. So topics to be covered today. Last week, as you guys know, as some of you guys know, last week uh, we talked about the Hawaii fires, right? And the conspiracy behind the Hawaii fires. I happen to believe, 
in my opinion, that the Hawaii fires weren't necessarily a conspiracy. I think that there were some intentional things going on behind the scenes um, for reasons that um, are beyond, not even beyond me, because I can understand why people want to do things, money, power, respect, all these things, right? But um, I just believe them to be, they just seem fishy to me. Now, I could be wrong. Right, I could be wrong. This is just my theories, but we talked about Hawaii, the Hawaii fires, and how it may not have been intentional. I mean, it may have been intentional, and um, also how things didn't add up. We really got into the details, and I, the the best thing about it is the fact that the conversation is just being had. I think that's what's so important is that we just need to have the conversation. We don't just need to be trusting the people, trusting people. Nobody should just be blindly trusting anybody. You should know for yourself and think for yourself. And when you maybe come up with a revelation or have an idea, speak on it, stand on it. And that's what I love about the Internet is now you have a platform to where you don't have to sit down and shut up. Speak your mind. And I'm glad that people are standing up and questioning these things, even if they're wrong. Question it. And if I'm wrong, tell me the answer. But obviously the, the, the community in Hawaii are, aren't getting answers to their questions. So it's making it believe even more that these things are fishy. You know what I mean? So we talked about that last week. And um, today I wanted to talk about um, something that's very, it's like a hidden secret that's very out in the open but never really talked about. And that's how the enemy likes it is that the enemy's greatest weapon is feelings. The enemy's greatest weapon is feelings. That's what I believe. I believe it. The enemy's greatest weapon is feelings. We're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the details, how to recognize that, and how to let it go, and how to overcome it. So we no longer are controlled by the grips of feelings and emotions and imagination and all those things because that's what keeps us from peace. That's what keeps us in depression and anxiety and fear and doubt and worry and all these things. And we want to be free of that so we can have paradise on earth, right? So that's what we're going to talk about. And um, like I said, you still got time to share the uh, the link out. So um, maybe if there's other people that need to hear the message today. But before we do all that, as we're speaking on it, you know what you got to do. Hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. And it's working so far. Y'all are killing it. And I appreciate it. The whole network appreciates it. And keep keep doing it. It's a movement. We got to get it going. We got to change the narrative. (laughs) Also, it is a talk show, so you can call in 888-775-3773, and we could talk, we can argue, we can fellowship, whatever you want to do. I'm here for it, all in the name of Jesus. Oh, shoot, let me switch back to, boom, that's that. That's the ATM. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get the hang of this. Whoa. Go in the stack. 
Nick, how do I go to stack? So this one here is, see, look, this is not going. Oh, because that's why. Wrong thing. My bad. And then I'm going to back to stack. Okay. I just want to make sure stack is open and then also this is open. Yeah. Stack in here. Boom, boom. Let me put that like that. Okay. So, what else was I going to say? I forgot. Um, but thank you guys for also for the super chats that you guys been sending. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to work everything out here. But thank you guys for the super chats you've been sending as well. I appreciate it. It's much appreciated. Um, a lot going on. So the support is definitely appreciated. You know, also, by the way, just to let everybody know, everybody who is here at Bond and um, who has their podcast, I think there's a, the mic is open over there. <laughs> oh man that's funny but everybody who is um running their own show over here at bond on the network we're really doing everything we're really doing everything on our own we're helping each other out but we're really doing everything on our own and it's really like a business we're really running it like our own business and the support is appreciated you know I know it may seem like one thing, like, you know, everybody got it all together, but we're just still trying to build the network up, build our channels up and learn, you know, learn as we go. But also, you know, we're doing everything we can. So your support is uh, appreciated more than you know. So thanks for the Super Chats. I will get to the Super Chats today. I will get to them. Amazing. What's up, chat? How y'all doing? Joel, I've been eating some of Nick's brownies. I wish. I wish. On the name. Let's see. Let's go, Joel. Joel, Friday TV on Monday. That's right. It's weird because it feels kind of like a, di- like, like a day off type day. So that's why I'm, like, keeping it real, like, you know, chill and casual you know what i mean kind of reading the chat i normally don't read the chat but i just wanted to kind of say hi to y'all oh no let's see amazing okay so let's kind of get into the topics today um very interesting stuff so you know i was thinking about my own life and just reflecting on what's going on inside of me. And um, I found that the greatest thing that you can do in your entire life is focus on you. And I know I say this a lot, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's important, is that when you focus on you and you realize what's going on inside of you, then it helps you to understand what the world is dealing with. And it helps you learn how to approach the world and it just changes everything. And I think the most selfless thing you can do is focus on self. That's kind of like ironic, right? But I think the selfless thing you can do is focus on self because you overcome yourself first, then you can do what you can to be an example or to your family, to the world, or help others or whatever the case may be because you're overcoming yourself. And when you overcome you, um, which 
the you and the not you is the same that's in everybody, right? Everybody has a them and a not them. Everybody has a you and a not you, right? So overcome the you and the not you in yourself, and you can help others overcome the the them and the not them, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, just been doing that, paying attention to what's going on. And as I do that um, more and more, it helps me just to realize what's going on. And um, as we learn, as we learn on the way, we kind of see um, – what makes sense and what doesn't. And then you kind of just connect the dots. So as I was thinking, like, man, why is it no matter how much I've overcome, no matter how far I've come, right, why is it that still at times I still have that feeling, like a feeling, I still feel things, or um, like, the temptation of that worry and doubt and fear is still there and I'll still believe into it sometimes. And I'm thinking like, man, like, like I've overcome so much and I've came so far, you know, just growing in life that those, those still same feelings I once had once then tend to like creep up still. Right. And in no way, shape or form do I feel them the same way I once did. That's a fact, right? So I'm not saying I feel them the same way, but I still see that sometimes I can be convinced by those feelings, right? So I was thinking like, well, why is that the case? And that's because um, in my life, I see that um, it's all based on a lie. It's all a lie, right? And Satan's biggest game is to just make you believe something that's not true because he wants to keep you in a state of um, negativity, like unconsciousness, right? He doesn't want you to realize you are free. He doesn't want you to realize that you have the power of God in you. He doesn't want you to realize that you're going to do greater things than Jesus did. He doesn't want you to realize these things. He wants you to feel pain and hurt and sadness, and all these things, right, that aren't even really, that, that aren't fruit. So that way you can feel like you haven't made it yet. You're not there yet. You're still working, right? And it's a setup. So I had realized, like, man, you know, I've overcome, you know, a lot of things, and I'm still overcoming and stuff, but I've overcome. But yet I still, like, have those thoughts sometimes. And then I realized that that's Satan's biggest game. Once he has your feelings, now what he uses, he uses your imagination, right? The imagination is the crazy part, but the imagination is not the glue, right? The imagination is the tool he used to get to the glue, which is your feelings, right? And if you really think about it, feelings is literally like glue, right? Because you He'll, he'll speak to your imagination, right? And then your imagination visualizes something, right? It'll visualize it. And then your feelings, which is the glue, will latch on to that, 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 um, that vision, right? And it's so sticky to the point that even if you know that it's a lie, you, it's still hard to, like, let it go 
because it feels so good. Right? Am I making sense? Or am I too deep? Am I too deep? <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. But, um, yeah, it, the feelings are very sticky, and that's what he uses. And the reason why is because he knows that if he can get you to feel, it's over with. It's done. He got you. And because our feelings, are, when we're feeling them, are so convincing. They're so believable. And it's hard not to believe the lie when you feel it, right? And it truly takes a revelation to understand that those feelings are a lie. So that's what we're going to get in today. And I, and I hope today we all have a revelation about feelings being the lie. So let's, 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 get, let's get more into it. But like I said, feelings convince you that the lie is real. But if you think about it, and here's the problem, right? Here's what... Here's actually what causes the problems because it's not the imagination that's the that that um that locks you in, right? It's not the feelings that lock you in, right? That's the greatest weapon. That's what gets you there, but what locks you in is the belief, the judgment, right? It's the judgment about it. Because if you had no judgment as if it's good or bad, then you wouldn't go with the feeling or go with the imagination. The judgment makes you believe that what you're feeling is factual, is true. So you go with it and you live in it, right? And while you're living in it, more lies just come come to you. Like, oh, that would be good too. Oh, that would feel good. That would be nice. You know what I mean? So we have to learn to overcome the imagination one, but then deny the feelings, right? And that's hard to do. But we're going to get into it some more. So I want to give a couple of examples. And you guys can call in and we can talk about it too. 888-775-3773 and we'll talk about it too. And I also have some other topics today that we may get into that might be kind of fun to talk about. So we'll see how today goes. But I'm going to give a couple of examples. So men and women have different things that um, are important to them. Um. That, that Satan is able to use feelings to make important, right? Um, and for one, sex is one of them. Um, and security is another one. And security can be like money, um, basically money, right? But we'll talk about sex. I'm going to use sex as an example. Because if you really think about it, if you really think about it, like, when it comes to sex, so say you're walking down a street, right, and you live in uh, Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is known for pretty women, and nowadays you live in a time where women are okay with having sex, and... Um, they make it obvious. 
and then they wear what they want and they're free, they're free spirited and they, they're showing cl revealing clothes and they got everything hanging out, but their bodies are banging still. And you know what I mean? When you see that, that's when Satan gets the, the busiest, right? So when it comes to sex, if you think about it, if you break it down, Satan will you, you'll see a pretty girl and she's beautiful and everything is, is going, it's going there, right? And she's wearing all the clothes, right? She's looking very sexual. When you see her, you pay attention. This is what Satan does. She's fine and he'll give you a, a feeling immediately, right? You'll feel it. He won't give you the feeling, but he'll remind you of the past, right? What you felt in that, that nature of that sexual nature, what you have felt, what you know about sex, right? He'll compare it to a feeling of the past, right? And now he got you already feeling that again, right? But what he does is he feeds the imagination in the moment, right? So now you got the feelings of the past, but now he's feeding your imaginations in the moment of the, the, the girl or guy in front of you. She got a nice body here. She's got this going on. That would be this. Now your imagination is going crazy. Like, what if this happened? What if we did this? Even if it wasn't, um, like, sexual. What if it, it could even be like, I could see her as my wife. We would have pretty children. We would have a good connection. It doesn't matter how you put it, right? He'll feed the imagination in the present, but make you feel even further the future, right? What it's going to be like if you do whatever you're desiring with that person, marriage, sex, family, whatever, right? So he'll give you a feeling. He'll remind you of the feeling from a past. He'll feed the imagination in the present and make you feel the future. Isn't that crazy? If you really think about it, that's what he's doing, right? Because none of those things that you're thinking might happen, even exist. You don't know that person you're looking at. You don't know them, right? You don't know what, what they're into, what type of personality they have, if they're good at this, if they're good at that. We don't know, right? But we pretend like we know because we feel like we know based on the past and based on what we hope might happen so now we got all these feelings and we act on these feelings and then we end up doing it going with it sometimes oftentimes in a bad situation so it's important that we we unpack these things for one so we understand what's going on and um we learn from them but that's that's what happens when it comes to sex now when it comes to security when it comes to money I, and I'm going to use this as a second example, is that say it will make you believe, like, for example, if you don't have money or you come from no money, right? Say it will make you believe that if you have money, excuse me, life will be less stressful, right? It won't, life won't be so hard. And um, your problems, some of your problems will go away. But if you think about, if you unpack it and you think about where 
stress comes from. Stress comes from worrying that things won't go the way you want them to go. Right? Am I right or wrong? So we, you think that security, so you think that having more money or a better job is going to solve your problems, right? So you're stressing about, man, if I don't get another job, I'm not going to be able to do this, this, that. But let's say when you get the job and you get the money, stress is still there. You didn't overcome stress. You just overcame from having no money to having money. But if the stress is still there, what is Satan going to do? He's going to find a new reason to use that stress for something else. Right? And if you just break it down, stress is worrying that things aren't going to go the way you want them. It's no faith. Right? So security, and then oftentimes women, women will use, women like security in a sense of, I think some think that it's it's money that they want. And this is my opinion. I could be wrong. Ladies and ladies, you can call in and, and give your opinion on it. But I think oftentimes women will think that it's uh, money that they want or a man, right? Or they think that they just like security, for example, we use security is that it's the idea of people just wanting to feel okay, right? They want to be okay with themselves, whether it be a man fulfilling, a man or a woman fulfilling that sense of um, security there to make them feel okay, or whether it be money. But either way, they need something there that they can lean on, that they can physically lean on and know that I'm okay. Because leaning on nothing Leaning on silence, leaning on God is harder to see, harder to do, and not tangible. So most people can't do it. They don't, they don't have faith. They don't believe in faith. They don't believe because um, they can't see it and they can't control it. You know what I mean? People only believe in things that they feel like they can control, right? Because if they can control it, that means they can have it forever. A man, even though that doesn't last, a man or a woman doesn't always last for forever. Money, money doesn't always last for forever. But there's a sense of control there that I can use this at my disposal whenever I want to, unlike faith, unlike God. And it makes me feel solid and secure because I know that I have it. You know what I mean? And both of those come from a feeling as well. Wanting to, believing that whatever is being provided is enough. I hope I'm making sense. But it all comes down to a feeling. It all comes down to a feeling. But before I go on, I'm going to take a call because I know you guys want to hear some calls. 
Um, but those are my two examples, and I have another one to add to that. So maybe we'll get to that after. But yeah, it's all due and stems from a a feeling that comes from the imagination and people just lacking. So they want to fill the void with other things. But let me go to Justin at a Fullerton, California. I think he wants to talk about the topic at hand. Let's find out. Justin, what's going on, man? You're on the air. Oh, hi. Good uh, morning. Nice to be on. Good morning. Uh, I just thought I'd respond to your quite, quite interesting uh, uh, question about uh, what feelings are. I, I think feelings are how it's like a mechanism, a or if you would call it a mechanism or something that the creator gave us. Um, the feelings are how we interpret emotions, and that really helps let it sink in. What when you mean by the feeling the the creator gave us feelings? What do you mean? So when there are like uh, feelings, like like that is maybe a trigger that I believe God made like created in our being so that we can respond to one another uh, with uh, like a, it's like a way it's like a it kind of it, it, best word I would say is interprets emotions. So feelings gives us the understanding, whereas Otherwise, it's just it's just a thought. Like you could say, "Oh, I feel like someone's watching me." No, not in that context, but that could also be applicable. You know, right? It can also be true that somebody could be watching you. But do you think that feelings yes. are of God? You do think that feelings of are of God? Of God, yes. Okay. Now, dwelling dwelling in a, a feeling or being led by feeling, um, or you know, can can cl- can cloud understanding. So. You know, uh, faith comes from hearing, hearing the word. Yeah. And so, if we're in our, uh, you know, the Bible, and and you know, like, uh, yeah. basically being in the present moment, uh, there, therefore we're we're able to listen to God. And I think that's why Jesus spoke in parables to people. Yeah. To catch if they were really listening, you know, because they didn't have a Bible back then. Actually, they yeah. just had people. They had one person teach another person, and it was all oral, orally. Well, you know, interesting point, Justin, but I do want to respectfully disagree with it because um, I don't think that feelings came from God. I think that feelings came from the enemy, Satan, because I think feelings um, tend to um, set us up. They either make us, we either feel good about something or feel bad. And when things don't go the way of the feeling, it tends to be more harmful and I think that when it comes to, I think God gives, God is the light, right? And when it comes to God, he allows us to see, right? He allows us to see things. And when he allows us to see, we see what to do. And that light that allows us to see allows us to act. It gives us the energy to act. But if when we're acting, things don't go the way um, or they go left or right, because there's no attachment to what's going on, there's no importance to whatever way it goes. So I think God allows us to see, not allows us to feel, if that makes sense. What do you think about that? Justin! Justin, did you put me on mute? I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, go ahead. What, what do you think about that? I think I think that's that's right. I mean, um, 
I, I definitely have to let that marinate more. You know, I mean, it's very yeah, deep. Fair enough. Um, God gives us the light, and it, it, you know, the, the light. His word lights our path. You know, and there's a yeah. lot of things to be said about just getting faith from from what God promises. And yeah. I hang on to those things, but yeah. I know that uh, a spark of divinity in all of us means that we were given breath of life, and we came from somewhere. And while we're here, there's a lot of receive or understand without God. And um, what I mean, God, I mean, I mean specifically uh, the, the the God that some people, and that's why Jesus said He and the Father are one. But some people take it to the level of well, therefore, it's it's like an inanimate object. Where what I'm trying to express is like is like if you cannot see God, but you feel God, that a strength is what God are you serving? It's so a lot of times you just kind of read the Word of God and then and remember it and let that let that lead you in what your decisions are, the light that you're talking about. Well, I think um, I think you make you're making some great points, Justin. And, I, and the only thing is, I just feel like. At the root of it, um, it can it it's kind of can be a setup the direction you take it because uh, it seems it's still as if there's a reliance on something in order to have God like reading the Bible. I know you you said right now uh, if you read the Bible and remember that helps, or if back then yeah. if you just listened to great scholars who spoke about the Bible that would help. But those things. Are, are good things, but they're still not the source, I believe, of knowing God and finding God. I think that when we take away all things, all reliance on all things, a book, a person, and we just go within and have faith, God will reveal things. And the true power is the spirit within and everything, the light within um, when it's revealed and a lot of people don't do that. Okay. We don't. A lot of people don't go to that because it's not the um, the easiest way to get their answers, right? Because obviously, if we mm. read we read the Bible, um, we can get an answer maybe right away, right? Or if we go listen to yeah. um, a, a smart person, we may get the answer we want right away. But the point is to know God within. So when you're looking for the answers, they're found. But also when you read the Bible, the spirit within can confirm whether it's true or not. And if we have faith and just wait for the answer to come, we'll start to grow more in the spirit within. And we won't have to even look without or rely on anything without because we're, we're trusting the spirit within. And that takes faith, though. That takes letting go. That takes uh, being okay with. Um, quote unquote, um, falling or not having an answer right away, or you know what I mean? Like, we just have to endure those right. kind of things, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, so I think that there it was, yeah, and no, I appreciate the call, uh, Justin, too. And, um, but all in all, um, uh, I think it's important, no matter what people do, is that their hearts and intentions are seeking God. So whether it be whatever path they end up taking, God will lead them in all ways to the right, to the right direction. But I think you're on point when it comes to that, man. So thank you for the call. And, um, do you have anything else you want to bring up? Uh, what is the difference between feelings and, and, 
You broke you you broke you broke up a little bit. What'd you say? Oh, sorry. Well, what is the difference between feelings and emotions? I, I to me, they seem like the same thing. They seem like the same thing to me. Yeah, I don't I don't see them as anything different. Just a different word. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, anything that you feel to me is is like sadness is an emotion, but I see that also as a, a feeling too, or. Anger, the feeling, happiness is a feeling, but they're all emotions as well. So I think it's the same thing. Oh, same. Oh, okay. I just I just took it as feelings were the like the mechanism, like something to like interpret uh, the 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 emotions. But now that I'm you know like listening to what you said, I definitely will look at with within the spirit and um, allow God to reveal it. Well, well, quickly explain to me what you believe. Explain really quick what you believe as far as feelings go, feelings and emotions, the difference, the interpreting, like you said. What, explain what your belief on that. Yeah, so if going back to say somebody was feeling that someone was watching them, it could be it's true or not, but the sponsor, like the, the um, translation comes from like some type of an emotion that would make you act, either to like seek out if somebody is watching you or to say, no, it's just a, you're paranoid. It's just a thought in your mind. Okay. So how would you interpret it? Which one to go about? Like which one do you, at that point? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if my, if my state was at peace and at, you know, rest that everything is well, there's no, there's no worry. Um, you know, I would just be at peace. If not, I, I would, respond to something that I would be led maybe astray and thinking that somebody is watching me, but it could help me if somebody was actually in fact watching. So, oh, okay. I see. It's a trigger. It's a thing that you okay. have to be able to, to translate, to understand what yeah. is going on inside of you. Yeah. But I never thought about what you said about looking through the spirit and allowing God to reveal it. I'm always quick to try to get the quick answer. So I definitely like to what you're saying. Oh, I appreciate it. I get what you're saying, though. I totally understand. It's like sometimes the the feeling of fear, like, for example, like you're about to be attacked by the dog or something, the feeling of fear um, yes. gives you an alert to something's about to happen, protect yourself type of thing. And you're saying that you don't see that necessarily as a negative, but more so of yeah. like a, a signal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. Okay, That's I see. A signal. Interesting. Yep. That's all. Interesting point, Justin. I appreciate it. I'm gonna expand on like that like. a little bit more. Um, All right. But uh, when I when I hang up here, because um, I have a few more things I have to get to. But thanks for calling, and call appreciate me in again, it. man. Thank, good points. Thank you. All right, bye. All right, man. Um, that's interesting. I think that there are feelings that give you an alert of like fear when you are thinking that like something something dangerous could be around. But I don't think that that type of fear that triggers a feeling um, is good because you, if you fear is like crippling, you know what I mean? Like if I fear that I'm in danger and I'm feeling that fear, oftentimes I don't, I don't feel the courage to do anything about it. You know what I mean? And that's why I don't like I don't want to hold on to fear because fear tends to make you small or believe that you're small. When we have the power of God in us, right? We have the power of God in us to do all things. Didn't Jesus calm the waters? Right? We have the power to do all things. So fear tends to make me feel small when I believe into it. Like 
oh, this thing is, it makes everything around me that I'm afraid of bigger than me. And it can, um, that there's no way I can stand against it. That's what fear feels like to me. So that's why I'm like, I don't want nothing to do with fear because there's no strength in it. So I feel like if there's a dog, if fear is around and we're living in God, and this is just what I believe, and by no means am I living this out at all times, right? But like when, if I'm walking in the spirit and I'm in the spirit and fear comes, I mean, like dangers around, you just see what to do about it, right? You see what to do about it. And there's no panic. There's no panic. And when you see what to do about it, you just do it. There's no questioning if, you just do. And that's why I think it's important for us to stay in the present so we recognize that instead of in the head with the fear and the doubt and all that stuff. So feelings and emotions, I feel like, are destructive. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. They want to hold on to the feelings because feelings also give people security. It gives people control. It gives them satisfaction. You know what I mean? And um, I even see it within myself that um, feelings sometimes give you fun. (laughs) You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you end up wondering, why did I do that? Why, Why did I allow that? It only brings destruction. It doesn't, it takes. It only, feelings only take from you. They only steal from you. They may give you a little fun in the moment, but they only steal from you. So that's why we got to practice being in the present and enduring in the present and being still. So that way um, we can be with God at all times. Right? So that's what I'm trying to get to. But here's my theory. Because I, look, I'm still working on things, you know. I'm still trying to watch myself and be aware. But um, here's my theory on how to um, overcome the feelings to avoid all stress, all fear, all worry, all doubt, all loneliness, no depression, no, none of that. Here's my theory of how to do it. Okay. And listen close, right? One is truly knowing that the feelings are a lie, okay? Truly knowing that every feeling is a lie, denying the lie. And until you truly know that, that that is revealed to you, that it's a lie, it's going to be very hard to resist the feeling, right? Because you only know it intellectually. But you got to truly know that the feelings are a lie. How you truly know that is, for one, God has to reveal it, but by paying attention to um, what's happening when you're feeling, 
right? Keeping your eyes on yourself while you're feeling that, just paying attention and unpacking it. Like, why am I feeling this? Why is this happening? And then paying attention to the results that came from the actions of you feeling it, right? And paying attention to that, learning from that, right? That's how you truly understand, um, you know, and allowing God to reveal it, right? Because God has to reveal it. That's how you truly understand that every feeling is a lie, right? So that's the first thing, denying the lie, right? Number two is instead of chasing something, right? Like, for example, um, let's say I need to make more money, right? Let's say I need to make more money because right now I feel like I don't have enough, right? And I want more, right? And I know that um, in order to make money, you got to work. You got to put the work in. But chasing money is not right. It's improper because chasing it will also bring you stress, anxiety, doubt, and all that stuff, right? So instead of chasing um, something, chasing God, even God too, chasing peace, chasing a woman, chasing money, we should wait for the opportunities to present themselves. And then you get it, right? So instead of us trying to pull our hair out, trying to figure out how we make money, how we get the woman, how, wait for the opportunity to arise, and then you go get it. And then you, then you put the work in. And then you exploit the opportunity, Suck the life out of the opportunity. That's your opportunity to suck the life out of the opportunity, right? But until that opportunity comes up, I believe we can rest. We can relax. We can enjoy life. We can live life. We don't have to wake up every day wondering what we need to do to make sure we're doing the right thing to have a good life. Because that's stressful too. We, we have faith and we wait. My third one, live by faith. This is the most important one. Listen to this. Listen close. Turn your radio up. Turn your phone up. Live by faith. Living by faith is living life in the present, free of thought and of the past and the future. Free of thought. When you have zero thought, when you have zero thought going on in here and you're in a present, you're living by faith, right? And it's hard to do that because we feel like, well, what do I do now? Where do I go? How am I, gonna, how am I knowing if I'm going in the wrong direction or the right? That's what faith is about. You don't know, but you trust. That's faith. And faith will lead you to all things because you're in the moment where God is, right? So if we're out of the head and we're living in faith, which is absence of thought, then we'll be led in all, in all things. We'll be led where to go. So the third and the most important is live by faith. So I'm going to 
put them in a simple way so it's easier to um, understand. Number one, deny every feeling knowing that it's only there to distract you. Number two, instead of chasing it, wait for the opportunity to present itself. And number three, live by faith. And if you live by faith, free of thoughts, then you'll be led in all things. That's my theory. I could be wrong because I, I, I ain't walking in. I ain't walking on water yet like Hassan. Hassan walking on water. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm still learning. I'm still growing too, right? So I could be wrong. But that's what I believe paradise on earth looks like. Because when we face the face it, when we face the truth, when we feel that fear of going on a stage or of the homeless man, right? Because Satan will get busy when you see a homeless person that look crazy. Satan will get busy like, look at that person would do kung fu on you. But then, you know, Satan will tell you all kinds of things. Like, they got super strength. So if you say something to them, they will chop you in half. Like, Satan go crazy, right? <laughs> right like crack, Nick said crack strength is real and then we've seen videos of people on crack that is super strong right so what does Satan do he uses the past <laughs> like we just talked about Satan will use a past experience that you that you remember oh remember that one crackhead that was so strong and then he'll make you believe in the present that 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 this crackhead right now is stronger than him right and then he'll give you <laughs> the, the, then he'll make you think of the future that I'm going to get beat up way worse than everybody else. I'm going to die. Right? You know what we're supposed to do in those moments? And this is so true. Face it anyway. Face it. Face the fear, go into it, and just exist in it. Don't fight it, don't fight the fear. Don't try to fight it. None of that stuff. Just go through it. Scared and all. And the, the more we go through it, the more in the midst of those situations, we realize by being in the fear that it's not even real, that you have the power when you need it, that that never happened that you thought was going to happen. You realize it doesn't exist, so that helps you even more get rid of the feeling or, or deny the feelings and not go with them. Cause you realize from experience, from experience that the feelings are a lie, right? Isn't that good news? That's good news to me. That is good news to me. Cause I remember, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you that, And then I got to end cause Nick got to go in the American anger baby coming in next with, with another amazing show. But I got to tell you, when Jesse asked me to do the church service, Lord have mercy, let me tell you, I was scared. All beta. Felt it. I was scared. And not scared of in the sense of like, um, what's going to happen to me, but just scared because Satan just get busy right away. Right? And, but still scared. So there is no excuse of what scared was. It was scared. Fear. Right. 
But when he asked me, yeah, I was scared. Sam was getting busy. So I was thinking, like, man, am I going to be able to go up there and speak? Am I going to be able to say the right things? Am I people going to stay? People going to come? All these, like, silly things, right? And, but I had a revelation beforehand because Jesse had a church service also one time that was, like, um, face to fear, right? Face to fear. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to face it. I'm going to just go do it anyway. Scary. If I go up on stage shivering, then I'm going to have to just do it shivering, right? And I went up on stage and I did it and there was no shiver for one. <laughs> but for two, that wasn't a, a perfect example of a moment that I realized the feeling was not real. And if you pay attention to those moments, if you're aware of those moments, and you learn from those moments, then that's how you start to overcome because you start to realize that, wow, this whole week of straight fear and anxiety, right? And I didn't have, like, anxiety because I've learned also over time that that stuff is not real, too. But he wanted me to have it, trust me. So I was feeling, like, this, like, anxiousness a little bit. And it would come and go, come and go, come and go, but it was still there. But... I realized that that whole week that I had it was pointless. For what? For what? When I went on, when I went up on stage, I felt fine. And it doesn't matter even if you fall on stage. You'll fall on stage and be able to handle um, whatever comes with it, which is nothing. So by paying attention in those moments is when you actually realize that these feelings aren't real. By paying attention. And then we overcome, y'all. We got to overcome. Not even for the sake of, like, saving the world. Just for the sake of, like, being free. Peace. Paradise on earth. Enjoying life. That's where I want to go. That's where I want to be. And I'm grateful that I get glimpses sometimes. And it's amazing. And I don't want to be nowhere else. I want That's where I want to go. That's where I'm trying to be at all times. And then you'll be able to serve all people in all ways and help all people. So anyway, I got to end because that, that, that was way too long. It was supposed to be a one minute and I'm already four minutes in before ending. And I'm, I'm late. So thank you all for tuning in. Come back tomorrow. I'm here tomorrow, Tuesday, my normal slot, 11 to 12 Pacific time, 11 to 12 p.m. Make sure you check it out. I'll be here. Follow me on all platforms. Excuse me. Joel Friday TV and the Gifted of Dance. Everywhere. And keep subscribing. Tell your people's up and get, so we can get the subscribers up. And all that good stuff and the message out. So make sure you tell your peoples. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope that made sense. Until next time, I didn't get to the Super Chat. I'm black. I didn't get to him. What an ungrateful jerk. Sorry, I am going to get to him, though. I'm just trying to get the message out, but I got to be better. I'll be better. Until next time, y'all, thank you for supporting everything. You're amazing. Oh, shoot, I forgot I got to do this myself. Hold up. We about to go out. Hold on, Nick. Until next time. See y'all. Bye. Wait. <laughs> no.
Hold on. It's not playing my my intro, my outro. I think it's because I already played it. It's not on repeat or something. I think that's why it won't let me do it again. Here, let me try clearing it real quick before you do it. It's ready to go now. It's ready to go? Okay, let me try it. Bye.